0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Master. For we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning, you guys. Good
0: morning, indeed. We're picking up with day four of our Walking Through Spiritual Valleys devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. And they say this, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me that is why for Christ's sake I delight in my weaknesses in insults in hardships in persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak then I am strong
1: the devotional is titled it came to pass and it says this if you've read the Old Testament, you've probably come across the phrase, it came to pass. It appears over and over again, whether it's mentioning the flood waters covering the earth or God giving the promised land to the Israelites. Notice the phrase is not, it came to stay. The same goes for your spiritual valley. It will not be like this forever. It will pass. But until it does, we're in it. And what do we do in the midst of it often determines the outcome. When we are in a season of feeling far from God, we need to look at how God is growing us and changing us. Here are a couple of byproducts of spiritual droughts. The first is increased empathy. Chances are you've spoken with a friend who has gone through their own struggle spiritually. Just hearing them share may have lightened your load and encouraged you to stay the course. And because of your own journey, you'll be able to do the same for someone else. It's important to share with others the things we've walked through so that they can be encouraged. Next is deeper intimacy. When difficulties come our way, we either run from God or to God. If we run from Him, we'll never know what He wanted to show us during the season. But if we run to Him, we get to know Him better love Him more deeply, and trust Him more wholeheartedly. If we never needed comfort, we wouldn't get to know the Comforter. We have to realize that we can't overcome any of this in our own strength. It's actually when we admit we are weak that we find His strength in abundance. We discover a new level of power in our lives. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is actually available to us at all times. While none of us look forward to these difficult times in our lives, there's so much spiritual growth on the other side. Maybe you lost your job or a relationship in your life and it really impacted you. But once you are on the other side of this season, you'll be able to look back and see where God was working and how he was changing you. We want out of these spiritual dry spells so desperately, but maybe we should embrace them instead. We can look toward the future outcome of what God will do in and through us as we trust him when we literally can't see our next step. Let's take it anyway. He will light the path the moment we lift our foot in faith.
0: Yeah, there was a line in here that at first I don't know if I really agreed with it. Like I was I was listening to you and I'm just kind of like, ah, like I don't know about that. But then I kind of sat with it a little bit and it, the more it started to resonate with me and the more I'm actually starting to press into it. And it's this line. We want out of these spiritual dry spells so desperately, but maybe we should embrace them instead. And at first I was kind of like, what do you mean em- embrace a dry spell? Yeah. Like, yay, I'm in a dry spell. I don't feel God. Let me just embrace this time that I have where I feel miserable. It's like, no. Yeah. But it makes me think back. I think it's like Matthew chapter 5 with the Beatitudes. and It says, mm-hmm. blessed are the poor in spirit, for yeah. theirs is the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I sat with that. And then the phrase, remember your first love, came back to me. And then I started thinking about what this is. I'm I'm taking you guys on a journey. (laughs) Welcome to my mind, by the way. Then I thought about what are the top things that people say on their deathbed. People say, I wish I would have worked less. I wish I would have stressed less. I wish I would have spent more time with their family. Mm -hmm. But what happened? They worked too much. They stressed too much. And they didn't spend enough time with their family. And so for us, as we're in these, in in whatever season you're in, but as as we're in our season and we're in either a spiritually dry season, we need to remember our first love because what are we going to regret as life progresses on? Are we going to regret all the stuff that we're like, you know, in fear of the stuff we're anxious about all those things? Or are we going to wish that we would have just spent more time pursuing God and trying to build his kingdom right here on earth? Those yeah. are the things that really have value to us as believers. Yeah. But it's so easy to slowly, inch by inch, start to replace the things of, of the kingdom with the things of the world. Yeah. And it happens so slowly. Mm-hmm. And so I think this was a great reminder for me to remember my first love mm-hmm. and to take a moment of pause, especially in the spiritually dry seasons. Cause guess what? They're illuminating to my need for him, yeah. which then shakes me up out of my own little precious world that I'm building for myself and say, Oh, wait a second. This isn't about me. It's about him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so good. And I loved when the devotional was kind of talking about like, if you never needed comfort, you would not know God as your comforter. And I've just seen this ring true in so many different seasons of my life, especially the hard seasons, especially the seasons where life is not going my way, right? Like, but now looking back, it's like, I know God as my provider. I know God as my strength. I know God as my comforter. I know God as my father. I know God as my love. I know God as my friend. And I met God in these different ways in seasons that were different. And so I think looking at your season right now, ask yourself, what do I need? Because God has everything that you need and you don't need to look for it in the world. Your comfort is not in the world. It is in him. And so where are you looking for that thing that you're so desperately craving right now? Because if you are feeling far from God, he's right there. He's desperate to to have intimacy with you. Like he wants to have this with you. He wants to comfort you. He wants to wrap his arms around you. He wants to love on you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to do all of these things for you. But at the same time, you have to be willing. You have to, it's a two-way street, right? Like if I'm not leaning into God for comfort, then I'm not going to experience that comfort. And so I think that it's like, well, where are we running? Who are we listening to? Who are we going to for these things? Are we going to God first? Um, And I'm so grateful that I know God in all of these different ways, because in the different seasons, now that I know him, I run to him. But before I knew him in those ways, it wasn't as easy to run to him. I wanted to run to worldly things. And so I just encourage you guys to to look at your life and say, "What do I really desperately need right now? Do I need provision? Do I need strength? Do I need comfort? Do I need a friend?" And go to God for exactly that.
0: Yeah, I remember whenever I was talking to a mentor of mine, I was living in California, and I was talking to him about some like you know father issues that I had, and my dad and I had not talked for a long time, and it's not that like we didn't love each other, we just didn't have a relationship, to yeah. be honest with you. And I remember my mentor just dropped this like little nugget off at the bank. And he was just like, he's like, well, if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And he was like, there's no middle ground here. And so something you said really stuck with me about how if you're like, we need to lean into him Mm -hmm. because if we don't lean into him, then we're leaning away from him. There's no middle ground. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to do one or the other thing. We're either going to be a part of the solution or we're going to be a part of the problem. And so it's so important for us to, To be part of the solution, just to put it bluntly.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I'm praising out. I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you and you alone have every single thing that we need. We thank you that you are Jehovah Dryra, God, that you are our sustainer, our provider, our comforter, our friend, our father, our king, our Lord. Father, you are above it all. And you call us friend. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to doubt, that we don't have to worry, that we can lean on you. Father, that as we give you our anxieties, as we give you our concerns, as we give you our loneliness, as we give you just All of it, God, you give us your peace. You give us your comfort. You give us your strength. The exchange rate has never made any sense, Father, but we are so thankful for it. Lord, we pray that in these seasons of spiritual droughts, that we would come back to our first love, that you would give us the self-discipline to get in your word, to get in your presence and to experience all that you have to give. Lord, we love you, and we're so grateful. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, God. Amen, God. Well, also, just real quick, in case anyone wanted to know the end of that story with my father and I, I put, <laughs> I put like a positive um, feeler out there, and he responded, and so it was yeah. definitely part of the solution, so it was oh, good. I love that. Anyways, now is the perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And
0: don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you, God.
0: Wow, we do love we you guys. We do God. love you guys. We do love you God. We're at, and we love you guys. We love you
1: guys, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And
0: don't forget, what?
1: Wait, hold on,
0: <laughs> babe. This is like almost episode one thousand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you that. get what we're trying to say. We'll talk to you in the next one. Um, what language? Sayonara. <laughs>